0: Welcome to the new human podcast. I'm Jasmine Sterling, Sarah Powell, and we are going to talk today about what it is to be claircognizant about where our true power comes from by being able to connect into our zero point field, our information field. And this is a really fascinating subject because at my core, I do believe that if we were able to get past all of our different belief systems that come from our different cultures that come to us from the time we're born or maybe even before as ideas are put onto us, if we can clear through that or if we can just come to some basic understanding of what it is that we truly are, then we would be able to evolve much more quickly. We would have a basis that we can understand each other regardless of our belief systems. My experience is it doesn't matter what your belief system is. If you are comfortable in a certain belief system, then enjoy it. But unfortunately, when we have these different ideologies, depending on our culture, we tend to want to defend our own belief system as if it's the only one or the best one or the correct one. And that has brought us a lot of hurt, (laughs) a lot of wars, a lot of divisiveness, a lot of... um, Things that have held us back. So we are going to focus this time on ways that we are actually one, on our, our similarities. And in order to do that, to empower us, we're going to focus on the ways that we can connect to our own inner knowledge by connecting into our into the field of knowledge that is the space that we are in. It's what we are made of. All right? So that's where I want to go with this one, since uh, Sarah, I know you've got some really, really awesome stuff to talk about with this, so let us have
1: it. So uh, for people who are questionable about the word claircognizance, it's that inner knowing, and it's trusting that at the very basic core of it. But it expands from that all the way into downloading, um, just having downloads and um, being able to know the right course of action for any moment, being able to ascertain what's going on with any situation, and being able to sit in and ground in a universal truth rather than as Jasmine says, in our belief system. So it's it's that our bodies and our energy fields are already connected and attuned to this. And we just have to learn how to hone our abilities because everyone has this ability. We are born with this ability. And it's one of the fantastic things about the human body and our nervous system that people don't talk about. People don't tell us. We all have claircognizance and we all have this knowing because we've been brought up in a society that's told to trust others and trust what you've been told. So unraveling all of the things that keep us from our natural ability of that deep knowingness where Jasmine and I had a um, conversation a couple of days ago about, you know, being right. And it's not about coming... We were joking about it because when you do tap into this skill that everyone has or ability on a regular basis, it's not about being right from the ego or being right from what you've been taught. It's about being right in the right situation um, at the perfect moment and when you're tuned into that it, it, it says you're, you're always everything always seems to work right and you always know the right answer and it sounds like a very egotistical thing to say well i'm right but it's not at all because it's not coming from the place of the ego it's coming from the place of knowingness and let's after a yeah let's see after a while that. that it's just repeatable and and when once you live by it, it it's really hard going back so, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, because this, is, um,
0: this, is, this has come up a lot with people when, you know, okay, for instance, how did, how did I know how to help my father cure himself of cancer, right? Yes, I did a lot of research, but I knew from the very beginning that this could happen. Had I seen this happen before? No, never. I've never been around anyone that had cancer. I, I never looked into it because it was never in my life. I never had to. So for me, just to really know that it was possible and then just go, you know what? We really can do this because this is how the body is made. And all of this stuff, it was just a complete and total and utter knowing. And by me having that experience just internally and sharing it with my father, it made complete and total sense to his knowingness. And, you know, then I could look up and research the things that would support it. It wasn't the other way around. It was the inner knowingness that came first. And that's just a really super basic, basic thing. But look at what's going on on the planet. The complete and total opposite of that, that you have no knowledge. You give 100% of it away to all of your institutional leaders and do not question it, okay? That is at the point we're at now. It's become tyrannical. So I think that... For us to be able to glean our own inner power, we have to realize that there are reasons why we really can. It's not just a hope and a prayer and a wish that we can tap into our own inner pow- power that is actually our own inner knowledge. It's important to understand that there is science behind this. This is, yeah. this is the important part of what I like to go into. So it takes it away from, oh, that's nice. I'm so glad you can do that. No it's not it. (laughs) We all are made the same way. We have the same structure atomically. uh, We have the same space that we are in, that we're living in. And it's what is in that space in the ether that is made of certain things that allow us to connect because we're connected to a field of energy, all of us. So this is the basis of oneness and it's the basis of our own inner knowledge. And it is you know, I feel, and I'm very passionate about helping others understand it in a really easy way, so that we can get through the belief systems that we have that we all have, and that that allows for this. What you know, the spiritual circles will will call claircognizance, and most people will know it as hearing more about clairvoyance, or you know, when you can see things, or clairaudience yes, when you can hear
1: things. Yeah. It's really just tapping into the field. I mean, we are the made of the field. We are mm-hmm. completely intricately connected to the field of consciousness. We're all made of it. It's the same substance. And this is the ability to tap in and listen and to feel and to learn yes. and to, to navigate the world beyond our five senses. And, right, and- like- Life lets you learn that you can trust it. Like you were
0: saying, it's repeatable. When it happens over and over and over and over and over in your life, you see it. This is not just an accidental thing. You see it as, wow, this this truly is a science because you look into it and you research, why does this keep happening? You talk to people, you research it. And it turns out that it is actually something that we all have the ability and it's all in us to, to look into. And just through the acknowledgement of it, just by acknowledging it and go, yeah, you know what, that resonates it will attune you to it and then it starts to become really fun life is no longer just some chaotic chaotic thing it actually is super simple it has a, makes a lot of sense and it you completely change because then it becomes magical you want to be in that place now where you're in your own power you know where you're in that knowledge it's the same thing to me power is your own inner knowledge when when we speak of power that's really what we're talking about
1: so so let's talk about how everyone can dive into this, because for some people this is a novel concept, and others are like, yeah, yeah, I know, and people might have different ways to dive into it, but I think, you know, let's just talk some basics and talk through it, right? So ultimately, our bodies are talking to us, our minds are talking to us, our emotions are talking to us, and when we come across any situation, any subject matter, any anything, we look at it through the lens of how we've been programmed, basically from years zero to six. Sometimes people say six to eight as well. But um, mostly from the second you're born, we're programmed to learn to operate in this society. We're taught very similar things about our society, about our parents. And so we we accept, even early on, we accept most of those, and we might reject some, um, and we don't question because we've never been taught to question. We've just been taught to listen and do and follow. And society shuns those people who do try and take a different path over and again through our, you know, childhood years and teen years and all of that stuff. So basically, we're programmed, and this goes way deep into the subconscious, we're programmed to believe and react. And it gets programmed into our neural limbic system as well. Um our DNA. Reactions, Right. So anytime we come across anything, we have an innate response to that, right? We don't, we're not aware of it. It's on a subconscious level that it's, it's, it's almost a judgment, I believe. And yes, I accept that. No, I don't. And that's how basic it is. Yes or no. Or maybe cause I'm not sure. Or yeah, that causes me fear. So no. And and ultimately it's tied to our limbic system with the, which is part of the fight or flight fear response. So that's complicating it a little bit. But whatever system comes up, something arises in our body um, that we're not even subconscious of before we can even think about it. And because of the way our nervous systems have been programmed through, through our entire lives. So how do we bypass that? How do we get to that purest place where we're not just being judgmental on absolutely everything that comes through our subconscious. That's what we mean about belief systems and how to live in a space and trust yourself beyond your belief systems. And and I think the first thing is the willingness, but we'll get to Right. That. That's that's what I was going to say. <laughs> the
0: very, very first thing is to be willing to know to, to be able to question. If something comes up and 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 there is any kind of feeling or what you're shaking your head a little bit or something doesn't feel right or sound right question it. Don't be afraid to question it. God gave us or whatever gave us an incredibly intelligent ability to question things so that we can learn, right? So that is by far the biggest one and probably the hardest one for most people to, to actually go even to that step because the programming can be so deep. Right. That if you even question, if you're even willing to question, that means you no longer have faith in your religion That's a big one. You don't have faith. And what is it if you don't have faith? Basically, you're kind of a sinner. So it's like, wow. Okay. so from the very get go, we have these belief systems that keep us very interlocked to never question, because then it goes you're going against your own um, (laughs) your own ability to be loved by your creator. That's how kind of convoluted it gets. So we're bringing this out so we can take it out of the convolution of what people are experiencing and let everybody have the the ideologies and the belief systems that they have, the cultural comforts of any religion that you're brought into or anything you've chosen to believe is fine. It's not about stopping that. It's about being willing to maybe question what's going on underneath Right. So that you hear, yeah, this,
1: this, this the truth this is this is right below the beliefs. It doesn't matter what you believe, it's fine. Whatever you believe is fine. We just have to look at how we react because of that in society. So I think at the core levels. At the core yeah. levels. So the first
0: and thing all you know, well the same.
1: Yeah. I think the first thing we need to do is just pause. When we're up against any situation and we want to really understand the right way to deal with that as it comes up and to allow that knowing to come in, we can't fall directly into our subconscious belief systems. We can't keep running the same habits and patterns that we've been running our whole lives. So we have to just stop and pause. And and how do you know if you're going to do that? Well, you're at a loss. You're like, oh my God, what's going on? Or you immediately have an emotional reaction or you immediately have your mind is going through, okay, I need a plan. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you have to do
0: something now no you don't you don't have to do something now it's really really cool when you see that you can sit there and just say it's okay I'm gonna take a pause I'm gonna allow myself to see the bigger picture because if you're in a knee-jerk reaction you're you're not going to be able to get to glean another bigger picture answer right you're just going to keep going through the same programs that you're programmed into so that by far is the best thing to do and you know it's it's really good, yes, to take a few deep breaths. And I always just, I'll, I'll take as much time as needed. I just will not make an action until I'm really clear that I'm okay with either response that comes or or either um, anything that happens because of my actions. You know, whatever it is that might come about, I'm okay with because I've looked at it through my mind's eye. I've allowed myself to look at the many different possibilities. And when I feel something and see it and go, you know what, this one makes the most sense. Look at it through your own mind's eye and go through those processes. What would happen if I did this? Play it out. Look at it through your mind's eye and check it out and go, okay, look at another perspective. What would happen if I did this and play that one out. And after you do that a few times, you, you, you can see if you make that choice or that choice where it might lead you. And, and, yeah, that's really
1: taking back a lot of power when you do this. The body's resonance. Yeah, when you do that, when you when you play over those different situations, the body re, the body's resonance will know. And and how do you tune into that? It's in the stillness, right? As you, you know, if you're trapped and you're feeling you're not sure what to do, you know, it's that this is developing the knowingness. Once you have it, you don't have to go through all this process. But once you're in that place of running through, you know, scenarios. Which one feels best to you? Because it has to get out of the mental and it has to get out of the emotion. You have to go, you're looking for energetic alignment. And whether you're aware of subtle frequencies in your body yet or not, you will become aware of them by doing this. And then that will guide you more so as you go along. Because really we want to be attuned to the frequencies and not the mental or the emotional. So once we're in that place of stillness, you can see how you feel. How is this affecting me? How is, was my heart palpitating? What does my gut feel like? Do I have butterflies? Do right. I have a knot anxiety, in my gut? And I'm not sure why I'm in anxiety. Like, what are the reactions? Because in our subconscious, these limbic system programmings all are, um, all have created biological pathways. So we, it, it becomes very physical and it's hard to separate them, but ultimately, the, the responses have created those biological pathways. And so we need to just find that stillness till our systems are not activated and really try and feel into that energetically, which really starts with processing energy through the body. Like once you're practiced in energy work, you feel things tangibly in the body and this will help develop that alongside helping develop your claircognizance abilities Because once we're through, and I keep saying you, but this is a we, this is all of us, once we learn how to be still and feel our perceptions beyond look, see, hear, taste, touch, what's the other one? (laughs) Feel, (laughs) feel physically (laughs) with our fingertips. But there's a more subtle feeling that comes through. Are you feeling a peace? Are you feeling a stillness? Are you feeling an unrest, a dis-ease? what is coming through? And then don't question it, right? Because when you're able to blank out your mind, whatever shows up, you you can enter that state of receptivity. And when you're in a state of receptivity all the time, instead of externally putting things out and putting more out and putting more out, but just be receptive to what shows up, it's easier to navigate the right way. If you're receptive, you're in a feeling mode throughout your whole body. And it's, it's
0: really interesting to see once you do start that process, you start to develop and you start to see your inner senses. You start to rely more on your inner senses than you do your outer senses. And there, there literally is inner sense for smell, inner sense for sight, inner sense for hearing, and then the inner sense of, of knowledge, of, of knowing. So all of the frequencies where we've been used to being in the three dimensional space here, they go inward. And then the same senses that we have externally become refined, higher frequency. Then you really start to just trust that because that tends to not deceive you. That's, right. that's the the part. Super, superhuman. That's, that's the clear cognizance that comes in. It's really that trusting these higher frequencies, um, these superhuman abilities, if you want to call it that. They're not super, they just are who we are. We're going back into our natural state when we start to develop these things that are in all of us and that's that's the point of all of this so that at some point at some point we are going to recognize that each of us has this we're going to see each other as the creator of our own reality and experience we're going to respect each other as being that that loving human being that we truly are and that changes the society because our belief systems will create the society. The societies that are changing and evolving will help to create a new earth or a new world if you wanna look at it that way, because it starts from us individually. So going in, allowing yourself to take that pause, allowing yourself to have the willingness to see what is underneath all these knee-jerk reactions. And then looking at yourself from a a higher perspective of having these inner senses and this inner knowledge um, is basically being the new human. Yeah. (laughs) And then from whatever, you know, whatever it is right now, we're, we're discussing this so that we can bring this out more and more and more. It creates more of a cohesive, more of a coherent energy. So all of us can, you know, be part of this together and create what we want to create together. So that was the point of that one do you have any?
1: Yeah, I think, um, it's critical that to be in receptivity, to understand things clearly, we have to still all of our body process, which means we have to still our judgments, we have to still our mental activity, we have to still our emotional activity to find that zero point where nothing, none of that's happening. And those are practices. That's just like an athlete training themselves to become peak performance. Peak performance of receptivity is to really be able to sense the world around us in all of our situations. And I don't mean just the earth world around us. We are linked to multidimensional because this leads to being able to pull things down from the Akashic records whenever you want, to being able to um, do remote viewing, to being able to see... Into other spaces and time. Um, we're connected to that. And once we start being able to do this in our surroundings and just navigating our world in the claircognizant state, which is more of the soul state, it's less of the ego state because the ego is just running on programs. And, and that's not a judgment, that's just the way it happens. We, we are set these things up and they're just running in the background. So it's really to free ourselves from the judgments and to really work underneath the belief systems. It's okay that we believe whatever we want to believe, as long as it's not running our life into disaster all the time, or conflict, or whatever it is. Um, And, you know, as long as you're willing, you, we, all of us, are willing to let go, like, not even let go, but just the thought, the first thought of letting go and really going beyond the belief systems is that statement, well, this is what I think, but maybe it's not right. I think that's the first willingness to admit that there's something more. Yeah, that's what I believe. That's what I've seen all my life. But the willingness to be wrong, the willingness to have it be one way or another way. And I, we had, some feedback. Jasmine and I had some feedback about this podcast, about the way we handled debate and discussion. And the feedback was, you know, you're both willing to be wrong about anything at any time, more or less. That's rephrasing what the person said. And that's very true because it's amazing to be able to see things from different perspectives, which is all the mental state. But we know when we're talking about things in the mental state, right? We're like, yeah, that could be true or that could be true or maybe none of it's true. And we're willing to be like that tree swaying in the breeze because how do you know what's truth? And we did a podcast on truth. We don't know what's truth. But once you feel into the vibration of your claircognizant state, you know what is, you know... Well, and yeah, and it's
0: different at different times for different people. That's the thing is there's such a process that you can't, you can't peg any one thing as being the ultimate truth for, for anything or anybody, because we're helping to create that. So again, it's like this ultimate truth. Yeah. I, I feel that there is a substrata or some core energy essence that you can call, you know, God, you can call whatever you want to call it. That is the energy that fuels the ability for us to even have these thoughts and it's understanding as we are understanding we can get all into you know the fractal element of what we are and how you know this I mean this gets very gets very out there but for the for this particular podcast I think it's important just to kind of stay grounded into being able to recognize where we're at so that we can allow ourselves to see that we all have this ability to tap into the zero point yeah. it is what you can call an akashic record it's not something that's external out yep. there which is when we talk about it we'll say pulling it down or you know taking um, those are just habit habits too right <laughs> belief systems yeah, you right it's, it's it's an easy way to understand it, but in reality, it, it it is the space that we are made of. We're made of 99.9999% space. In that space, that is everything, is pure consciousness. It's pure consciousness. In physics, they call it what, partiki? It is the smallest, very, very smallest, and it happens to be consciousness. So we are consciousness. Everything is the air around us. Everything is conscious. So being conscious, you're talking an omnipresent consciousness that is who we are, who everybody else is, and what the universe is made of, which is proven totally and not refuted at all by science, by quantum science that understands the quantum. So it's, you know, when you see it this way, it makes it very realistic for us to be looking at the world in this way, and to be looking at ourselves in this way. And this is much larger than what we've been taught. This is a much larger understanding of a a human being than what we've been taught. So the zero point field, if this kind of thing interests you, there's definitely incredible information that you can get a lot more um, knowledge about by going to Nassim Arameen. He's an amazing quantum physicist. That's also just a very cool dude, you know? (laughs) And, um, and he'll, he talks about these things very, um, simply. So you'll, you'll understand it and getting that once you kind of get your, your, your feet wet in that realm, it opens you up to so many different things. And, and also too, if, if there's something going on where you feel like, you know, I'm doing that, I'm allowing these questions and I'm, I'm questioning and I'm, I have curiosity and I'm using this inner sense and you still feel like you're not getting what you need from it is it's fine to get some of these amazing therapies and working with an energy worker that you resonate with. And, um, I mean, I've had amazing, you know, sessions with people that I know that just happen to be really good friends of mine that have just knocked things out that I felt like, man, no matter what I do, I'm not able to, to raise my frequency with this thing. And I don't feel well because I, know when I feel awesome and I know when I don't and it's very frequency oriented you know so I feel like if I'm not able to get my frequency where I want it so I'm feeling awesome which is my natural joyful state I will seek help if I'm not able to do it myself and this is how we help each other and
1: boom second I had that session boom so I think you just opened a whole new like next level discussion about this because ultimately if we're going to be in clear cognizance all the time, so we talked about starting in it, but I think you just went over to the other side of being in it all the time. We do need to be a clear channel for it to flow through us. And, yeah. and that's um, just like Jasmine says. she has friends that are energy healers. I do programs with India every week for the same thing, work on those triggers and those charges to remove them, and what happens is you identify um, something that might show up in different ways, and then the frequency gets raised, and it's kind of like a clearing. And that, um, by seeing it and working with frequency, it's washed away. And it it may come back if you have it in other realms or associated with other things, where it's not particularly just that one thing, but it's con- a long chain of connection. But mostly after that, it's cleared out of the field. And then as life goes on, you are making the right decisions, the right connections, because you're not so routed out by your subconscious and beliefs and habits and things like that. So ultimately becoming that clear channel to always be in that state of awareness. And I I think you said it very well before, as um, Jasmine, you were just saying Like this claircognizance is deeply connected to conscious nature. And as the more you clear out and the more that conscious nature is able to be able to flow through each of us, the more we're already in the claircognizance. We are aligning to the knowingness of the universe and we are seeing the results of that by all of these miracles and synchronicities that happen in greater and greater and greater Um, frequency. And uh, I use that two ways. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, um, and the more life becomes a magical dance, and the more we realize that we're being led and guided and steered, and that things don't just happen randomly. And, you know, some piece of information will seem seemingly some weird thing will come in, but it will be part of a mandate or part of something you're supposed to follow. And, you look it up and you're shocked and surprised at, at how that showed up for you. And so it's not just you being receptive to it anymore, but you're co-creating it. Um, we, it turns that flipping point when I think it's like that 51% of you know clarity comes in versus the 49. I think we just have to tip over the edge just a little bit. Mm-hmm. And suddenly we're being guided and steered, by that same force that well, let me yeah. have in as a claircognizant and let me let me
0: say it let me state it in a way that albert einstein s- said it and before i say this quote because i quote him a lot because he's got these awesome quotes <laughs> and um yeah i mean anyone that's studied einstein and tesla and all these guys they know that there were squabbles there was ego at that you know these guys Were thought leaders and enlightened beings and here for a reason. And they squabbled and they had ego and they said, yours is wrong and mine's right. And they did this or that. But in reality, they were bringing, they were tapping in, completely tapping in to zero point. They knew that it existed and they wanted humanity to be able to raise its level because of it. They're amazing beings regardless of if somebody plagiarized this threat or if they're going to fight with each other and this one had, forget that. Everybody is a thought leader in their own right and everybody has a piece of the puzzle. So when I when I quote people, when often I do, when I write, it's it's because I'm giving them the honor at that moment of what they pulled in, what they gleaned out of the, the you know, their, the Akash, if you want to call it the zero point field yeah. in that moment to share with us out of their love, of humanity so this is one thing that um Albert Einstein said this is exactly what you just stated he said everything is energy and that is all there is to it match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality it can be no other way this is not philosophy this is physics
1: Mm -hmm. that's beautiful that's perfect so I mean
0: that to me that's when I really started going you know what I just need to understand this because I see that sounds nice, you know, but I'm like, Oh my God, it's quantum physics. And I can't under, I could not get through all the math. I could, you know what? It's been meant to keep us at an arm's length separate so that we wouldn't glean our nature. And if we could understand it just from a daily, simple, basic, how this affects our life, how we can use it to, to improve, prove our life and to help to create a better reality for ourselves, you know, that's really what it's for. It's not meant to be complicated. And we don't need to understand certain aspects of it that are too difficult for us to understand. But the things that we can understand, the things that we do resonate to, it really helps to know that it is an actual science. It is not a philosophy. It's it's not an ideology. It's, it's a It's a thing that can equalize all of us to put us on an even level playing field with each other so that we can become one human family and stop seeing all these separate things, the color, the race, the creed, your ideology, the religion, the all of that stuff. It's just meant to keep us separate. So the more we can go into understanding ourselves and our power within our self-knowledge, that is the zero point field, that is what we are made of. The more we can do that, the more we are going to evolve personally and collectively, and we are going to see massive shifts in our own life. And it can happen extremely quickly because I know you experience it, Sarah, all the time. And I experience it too when I'm in that frequency. Everything is magical. It becomes seemingly miraculous and life becomes really fun and adventurous. And that's
1: how it's supposed to be. That is how it's supposed to be. That's how it's (laughs) supposed to be. So let's just learn how to develop our sixth sense, follow our claircognizance, and we're going to come back in a a little while on our next episode, and we are going to talk about personal power, because we have the power of all of consciousness behind us, and we're going to talk about how we tap into that and use that for not only our good, but the good of all of earth and beyond. Sounds good all right so i think we're going to sign off for this one come talk, come listen to us again as we talk about personal power goodbye everybody we'll see we'll, we'll we'll chat at you soon thanks everyone for listening bye hit us up and share us if you like us thanks thanks a lot thanks for listening